0: another episode of Tea Thrills. I'm your host Atheria. And here's your top stories of the week. Here's your top stories in gaming. So This week, there was a lot, and I mean a lot of information that came out this week, some surprises, as well as some who was a little bit confusing. So the first thing I want to talk about is this week, Google announced their new gaming service Now this happened earlier within a week and it left a lot of people excited and yet confused The game service or console So to speak and the only reason why I'm saying consoles because we do know what the controller looks like But we do not know what this console is going to look like. However, they have announced that it has more TeraPops, Lops, than Xbox One, and PS4 combined. So I'm looking forward to see how that works. So here's my take on it. And for those who do not know, it's called Google Stadia. Now, through Google Stadia, you'll be able to stream AAA games over the cloud, using the power of the cloud, to play at home, on your mobile, or on your PC or laptop, using Chrome's very own OS system. Now this sounds very interesting because I'm not sure if it's plausible but given the power of the cloud and what we've seen um, from Microsoft and their thing, it's very possible. Now I have to be honest with you, when I first saw this demonstrated on the stage, was this service that was based in Europe called Shadow. And there was a demonstration. Now I am based in San Francisco. And when I first heard and this Shadow company gave me a demonstration was seamlessly went through the PC through your laptop as well as your mobile phone. Oh. so I was familiar with the system and the first thing that came to my mind was oh my god they they actually sell their company to Google and the reason why I came to this conclusion is because when the sales rep was talking to me, they mentioned that most of their servers are based in Europe. So, yes, it's very possible that you can play this using their cloud service. But it's going to be a little latency because it's in Europe. Now, I'm sure you all know that Stadia Servers using the cloud power of the cloud will be here in America Now when I did a little bit more searching and a little bit more information This is where a little bit of doubt came into mind Now through that presentation they had announced that they are going to be delivering up to 4k 60 frames per second gameplay with no interruption mind you when they did the demonstration at the Google conference there was latency and I'm explaining to you why this may be a problem The reason why it may be a problem is because in Americas, the infrastructure for this is not here. It's just not. You need to have fiber wire through the whole United States in order to make this work efficiently and without any hiccups. But the reason why that won't work is because you have huge corporations who are in the game, who aim, who who aim to keep their profits coming. So let me give you a little bit of backstory and then we'll continue on with Stadia. In In the Bay Area, I believe it was Google, who wanted to lay down the foundation for fiber wire in the Bay Area? It was AT&T and Comcast who blocked that. And the reason why they blocked it is because it it cuts into their profit. Can you imagine, because they use very high speed internet, Capcom, Capcom, whatever else I'm thinking about, Comcast, is very high, but Fiber. that's a whole new, different, that's a different beast. Now, I'm sure that Google was going to sell it at a loss just to gain customers. And Comcast and AT&T was not having that because they own most of the ISP in the Bay Area. And I'm sure it goes across America. Now this is not to say that there's no fiber, fiber wire fiber wire across America. There are some hotspots. yes. There's even some here in California. Comcast and AT&T have a data cap. If you use 4K, And gaming it's going to eat that up instead of you paying your regular internet bill you're going to be having overages like a lot of overages so when we look at stavia and looked at some of the recommendations of speeds the minimum, I believe is 11 to 15 MPS, but they prefer you, the recommendation is 25. Now if you have Comcast, you'll be okay, but that's if you're not during congestion times. But if you're on at t you can forget it. So, the Stadia, it's looking to be released sometime in the summer. And, again, I am excited about it. But I just don't know what's going to happen with people internet and if they can deliver on said promise. Because people who are going to put this money down for it, they are looking at 4K all the time. Now there was no pre-orders because there were no games announced. And third parties, yes, they're very much on board. But right now, the ones leading are Unreal Engine, Ubisoft, and no mind, don't mind you, no games have actually been like, you know, and gameplay. This game has been announced. Doom Eternal is coming. I'm sure that assassin Creed is coming. This will be so interesting to see how this goes. I can't help but look towards online. Online was a streaming service for games. Heck, you can even look back to um playstation now mm. but i'm excited to see what happens and i'll give you more information when more is available so look for out look out for that and then here comes nintendo with their these direct And some of the games were amazing but let's talk about what is the biggest surprise of the week Cuphead is coming to the Nintendo switch next month that is crazy When you get finished watching *Games of Thrones, (laughs) you can play Cuphead. Now, I I have already pre-purchased it. I played a little bit of it on the Xbox. I think it's a very fun platforming game. And from when they show the previews, I mean people who actually have this game running on the Nintendo Switch, They showed it off at the GDF, GDC. And it's running at 1080p, 60 frames per second. Now, it's a little bit crisper. As you all know, that Cuphead has that 1930s look filter. But this one, while it has the look, it's a little bit crisper and brighter. And I like that. Nintendo also showed um a little bit, like they did a little demonstrations of that VR set that is coming out next month as well. And To my surprise, a lot of people liked it, and you know, it's a 720p, so when you do, you know, um, VR, it cuts it in half. But people were pleasantly surprised, and I imagine they would be, because it's not like Horrible experience, they're not going for you know the top end of things. They just want to make it very simple. And furthermore, it's about the games. Because if you could deliver a good game for VR, you can sell VR. <laughs> Another surprise. Sony is holding its own Direct. It's called PlayStation State of Play. And that is coming next week. And in this, they'll be showing more information in regards to the software that are coming up. In regards to the PS4 and the VR system. Now this is their first time coming out so everybody is watching them. I know I will be because I want to see how they show off their changing times. And this could explain why they are not showing up at E3 and having these other services that they usually want kind of didn't do it this year. So again, I'm excited to see what they do. And there's some more surprises in regards to Konami came out because they're now holding their 50th anniversary. And they announced via Twitter that they are going to be drinking. Castlevania series. The um there's I wanna say sci-fi shooter games. They're gonna have a collection of that coming out. Contra. Now I wanna say that to each series, because it's gonna come into each in know iterations one's gonna primarily focus on their sci-fi shooters. Oh and to my surprise I did not know that Konami um do life force. I love life force. So I will pick up that game just for that reason alone. That collection. And of course we have the Castlevania. Now There are four unnamed games for that system as of right now. And I'm sure that they're going to include Sympathy of the Night as well as some 3D games. But those those are a little bit more surprised. I'm going to pick that up because they already announced 2, 1, and 3, and 4. And I love Super cows for the music alone. And of course you have the Contra it's a collection there. Now, I might not pick that up. I never really was a fan of it, though I love the the first one. But I, after the first one, I, was, I didn't see the, the, you know, run back. So yeah, that is all going to bring us throughout the year. So okay, so let's go back to the. Um, I want to go to so this a little moment now. And the only reason why I'm including this is because I'm a little bit excited. I'm giddy. Okay. Now, you know this whole thing about these battle royale games that came out, yeah? Well, another game that came out that kind of went completely under the radar was um, called Battle Royale. Oh my god, i so many Royales, it just confused me. It's real Royale. Alright. I have it downloaded on my PS4, okay? Now, keep in mind, with this game, because it's in beta, that has to be said, it's in beta right now. Okay, now you know the high train Fortnite is, it's a phenomenal game. I love Fortnite. And I explained to you why I love Fortnite. I like it because the aesthetics. Real Royale came out at the height of Fortnite. And it got buried. And after, you know, Fortnite, here comes Apex Legends so you know that was kind of confusing the game completely got buried I love Realm Royale I love it I love it I love it I think it's an amazing game but I can understand now why they're bringing it to the switch it's on the PS4 and it's also on the Xbox One and PC respectively But, let's be honest, everybody's playing, if they're not playing Fortnite, they're playing Apex Legends. This game will be a perfect fit for the Nintendo Switch. And I'm going to tell you why. Because it gives people options. Right now, all they have is Fortnite. They really don't have an online Battle Royale game unless you count in touches not enough. But this will succeed on the switch. Because if you want to step away from Fortnite, you can come to Ram Royale and it's from the same makers that high res they made paladins and they also made um what is that God game Mine, and I downloaded that on the Nintendo Switch, and I can honestly tell you I played it probably like four times. It's it's interesting. However, I don't know if I'm going to continue with it. But if Memorial comes, I am willing to leave Fortnite for Memorial because that game is amazing. So that's rumored to be coming sometime soon. People did a little mining, And hopefully it comes out really soon. Cause I don't know how can they... I mean, are they going to wait to eat drink to announce it? I don't know. Hmm. So much news. Um from software. Yes, it's from software. The play the people who made um bloodborne I it's a Japanese name. I wanna say Sakura or, sakura, or something like that. They got a new game out and it's really good. However, it's I mean like it's reviewing well and people like, seem to be liking it. And I'm excited for them because, you know, it gives them a little bit more life. Just from Software makes very good games. in mean, the one game that I remember them from, um, gosh, it was, um, King's Field. Not that game, ah uh, what an adventure. Hmm. Good times. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, we got Stadia. We had the Niddy Star You can go to Nintendo.com to find out more games and stuff like that. I mean, it's just because there's several games that are coming out. Don't get me wrong. Uh, A lot of notable games. It's just the Dance of the Necro... Crept of the Necrodancer, that is going to be an amazing game because it has, you know, some elements to the Legend of Zelda. It was a surprise. And of course, Cuphead. And again, there's a couple of ones like Cap. That looks good. That looks very interesting. Um Pine. I like Pine. Some notable games. A lot of Indies are coming. You can know, go on Nintendo.com to find out more information about the presentation and what they showed off, up and what it, if any of those games speaks to you. PlayStation, I'm again excited to see what they bring come the 23rd. And, um, you know, I'm sure that they're going to bring more information in regards to The Last of Us 2. Will it be released this year? Because I'm not- I don't think that Death Strand is going to be released. I really don't. I think it's going to- I think it's going to be released early next year. But I don't think it's going to make the holidays. But then again, we're going to see what happens. I like this because I want to see- because I bought that VR set. Okay? I bought it and I have got to be honest with you. I bought that set and I have not played that in over six months. And that was a $300 investment. So they better bring something for the VR that is interesting and cheap. Okay. Now, um, you know. We talked a little bit because last week or early in last week, it was all about Xbox and whatnot. Um. I, again, they—I don't know what's going on with them. But you know what I always say about you know companies that are the quietest. Usually, we have the big bang at the end. I—I I am so excited to see what. Xbox bring at E3, because I know, that I have a feeling that they are going to knock it out of the park. So yeah, um, there are games that are, you know, reviewing well. Yeah. If there is something that I forgot, please, you know, email me, and, um, again, I'm looking out for the emails, and that you can find it at, um, G-Thirst podcast one at gmail.com, you can write in, and, you know, I'll be skimming through the emails, and we'll talk about, you know, things that you want to talk about, because this podcast here belongs to us. So, yeah, um, those are the top news, stories, and gaming of the week. So here's your top stories and pop culture. you guys can imagine. It was a messy week this week. So let's start off with this young I want to say artist, but I have not heard none of his work. I'm going to be 100 with you. (laughs) Um, Daniel Caesar. Now, I'm not saying that he's not a an artist. I just never heard of him. So he came up this week and he got on his Instagram account and he was talking about you know some we should um kumbaya kind of crap like you know like why y'all upset and pest with white people and whatnot we shouldn't be so upset and he came in defense of this young lady um, yes, jewels. Now, Yes, Jules has a history of, you know, being insightful, like not insightful, but she's like, gosh, what I'm trying to say is, um, she liked to cause trouble in regards to race relations. And, Let's just keep them. Let's just be honest, okay? She was dating a black guy, and the black guy did her wrong, and so she like, you know, packed all of them under, you know, the bus because of that one guy. Now, this is not to say that she's not dating other black guys, but she's not going to give her off because that one guy that she did like burned her. So she went on this podcast. And the podcast, I'm not even going to give them the recommendation because that dude was... I I, I listened to it, and I had to turn it off because that dude was corning. He was corning. And I'm like, dude, that is not... That's not cool, you know, but he was cool so she went on there and she was complaining about Joe Budden and she was talking about this, you know, this, um, basketball star that she dated and then she went at um, some other women. Now these women were well known in marketing, like, you know, doing hip hop stuff. And she came for them. And they went on their respective podcasts or you know, their outfits and whatnot. And they came back at her. Like, girl, you don't know your girl. You are new to this. As I'm trying to get their names. Okay, so one of the girls' name was Scotty Beans. I wanted to give them their recognition because she did come after her. So, you know, they, like, this girl is a problem, okay, and things, that's what she says, she says a cinderary things, and provocative things that get under primarily people of color skin, and so here comes Daniel Caesar, you know, drunk, mind you, he's drunk. And he gets on his Instagram with his, quotation marks, friends. Because they're not his friends. And then he goes on this rant. And I'm like, look, sweetheart. If you are drunk or intoxicated, put down the phone. Because even though you come out saying, oh, I was drunk, I was intoxicated, you know, I was inebriated, luxury heart, everybody knows that when you are drunk, that tongue is the real tongue. Because there's no inhibitions to it. So whatever you said, you meant that. But he came out in defense of this young lady. And Twitter... And Instagram and some celebrities got him all the way together. Now let me keep him. Let me um, give a little backstory. Now Daniel Caesar is from Canada, and he do not know or he doesn't have enough information in regards to you know the history of America and slavery. And the hatred between the two, you know, and it's not the hatred, but you know, we're just side-eyed in each other. But he didn't know, and he decided to speak on it, and they got him all the way together: um, Duray and Cassie. He said that he had a conversation with him to like, you know, let him know, hey, this is what this means. And what she said was not cool. So, um, yeah. That, That happened this week. Wendy Williams came on her TV program, her TV show, and she is in a sober house. And it was a surprise. Of course, we're going to support her and whatnot, but here's the tea. We I love Wendy, Wendy Williams. I think she's an amazing host. However, whatever is going on between her and Kevin, Kevin has driven that woman to the sober house. I'm like, girl, girl, get out of that relationship. No, I, I don't even say get out of it. No, because I, I don't know what's going on behind closed doors. This is what I was saying. You don't have to leave, Wendy. You, when you, you don't have to leave. What you're going to have to do is you're going to have to modify it. Because whatever is going on in that house is very toxic to you. And I don't want nothing bad. This to be over your shoulders because people will attack when you show a little weakness. So, um, bro, get it. Just getting handle on it. If he is not trying to be one hundred percent in it with you, you know, I'm not. Again, I'm not saying leave your man. But stick with him, bro. Cause you're both our business partners. Just modify it. If you want to go out and play, go play. But don't expect him, just tell him, like, don't expect me to, you know, be copacetic with you, sweetheart. And I'm not saying you want to hasten it, but you just want to like, because at the end of the day, one of the parties are not happy. So, If you're not willing to sit down and figure it out as to why money is not happening, sweetheart, don't sit there and stew about it. And you love gossip. So, sort that out. Okay. Now, I normally don't do that. I went and saw uh four times of New England. I had a um I went to uh, a screening on Thursday. Then I went three other times afterwards. Guys This movie is so good. It is so good. So let me give you a little brief preview. And what I took from it. It's gonna be very canned. Alright. Because by the time you guys, you know, here this, you hopefully went out and seen it. You better go on out and see it. Alright. So this movie stars, Lupita Nyong'o, and she is playing two roles. Everyone is playing two roles. I mean, everyone performance was good, but ma'am, Lupita, girl, that performance, Stella, sweetheart. Give her all of her rewards. Give her all of her awards now, because the only last one I've seen that had a performance, and it, it's a shame. It's a sh- it's a shame, and that was Colette from Hereditary. That performance was amazing, but Lupita and the horror genre. This girl took it up a notch and then some i seen it it everyone had performances that was good now when i went in everybody because i you know i have some followers and whatnot and i follow other people and you know, they forewarned me. They was like, if you, when you go in here, do not go in here expecting a kid out too. So, I didn't. And, and to be honest with you, I knew about us, but I have to be honest. I did not go in knowing what us was about because I saw the trailers and I left it there because I knew I was going to see this movie. So I was like, I don't need to see, like, you know, the ones that was like, you know, shows a bit of the story. I don't want to see that. I want to go in completely clear. There was so much to unpack after the first screening of this film. Like, I was left with so many questions. The one that shocked me the most, of course, was the ending. The last, you know, ten minutes of that movie, and it it, it just held. It sat with me. It actually sat with me in my mind because I walked out the theaters was like, what the heck did I just see? And I was, I, I was gobsmacked. I, I had to go and see this movie the second time because I'm not saying that I didn't miss a lot of clues, but I gotta me, I probably wasn't paying attention. You know, because I thought I was. I I knew them holding each other's hand had something to do with Hands Across America. I gather that. Before it happened, when I saw it the second time, I was sad. I, I got really I felt so bad for Emily, and that's her, um, Lupita Nyong'o. She plays two characters: one's called Red, and one is called Emily. That's so bad for that girl. She deserves her revenge. The movie was the movie was definitely about classism. It was very subtle. But you you caught the gist of it afterwards, because when you you actually, see, it's one of those movies that you, you're not catching it in at the time, because you're experiencing this. You're experiencing it, and you're overwhelmed with all of these senses. It's not until you're not in, not, in, I'm sorry. It's not until it's no longer in front of you, the film. It's where your brain starts to formulate something. Like, what what did I just experience? I saw it for the second time. And the whole time, I had a different perspective of this movie. And I saw the whole movie from Annalise's side. The girl that was trapped and lost her life. And there's one thing that actually because I, I teared up. I started to tear up because it was at when they was in the bunker, and she was talking to her, and she was like, um, this is in the classroom, and she was like, What I don't understand is why didn't you take me with you? And that kind of that stuck with me because I understand that Red wants to get out. But as Antes, why just, why didn't you just take why the both of you couldn't come up? Now, a lot of people were confused as to why did, um, why did she not know how to get up? Like, how did she not know how to get back up? When, um, Red choked, choked her and took her down to the bunker, you know, to the tunnels. And they didn't know how to get out of there. She just didn't. She was just using her memories and her, you know, the flashbacks and whatnot. Now, keep in mind, why she couldn't go up those stairs is because when Red was up above, what, um, the connections that they share, and they share experiences, it wasn't until um, Red started to remember and having flashbacks on how she got up there so when those you know she repressed all of those memories so when she started to think about you know this is red when she start, when those flashbacks started to come the person who was receiving that information was red and then red soon discovered okay now I know how to get up above but she did not want to go along because she had she was humane and she's discovered what happened down there. And she had to know how to say, you know, the humanity in her to say, what I'm going to do is, I have the ability to go up, up here. But this was a failed experiment on them above. So, I'm not going to go up here alone. I'm taking all of you up here with me. And that's why it took her so long to get up, up, you know, above. It was sad. And I saw a couple of reviews and explained and some of them got it and I didn't. You know, somebody, and some of them just didn't. And it's 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 a way to reflect upon yourself like how do you how do you view the world like if this was a real scenario would you call them who are you are that's the proper way how you want to address them because they're human beings but. The thing that that was significant is when the father, um, Gabe, when he, you know, said to them, he was like, what are you? Like, he didn't view them as humans, and they were. Now, keep in mind, they may have not had the the ability to do what um, people above ground did, but they were still human beings nonetheless. I decided to think about a lot of things that are going on in the world with classes. Mm. At the end of the day, guys, we're all of this together. I felt so bad for them because they they were just left down there, you know? Eating rabbit. So sad that she didn't make it. But I saw it two more times after that, and I enjoyed it. It is looking like it is going past their expected um, opening. Right now, the rumor is that it's the highest. For an original. And that's another reason why I like this one. Because it's original. It's an original story. Which, uh, keep in mind, a lot of them, um, a lot of these movies that I, I now are not original. Uh, go on and see it. You will enjoy it. And you will have to go the second time because there's going to be a lot that you're going to miss in the first show. It was a good weekend guys, it was a very good weekend. And that is the top stories that I have for pop culture. You can contact us at CheapDealsPodcast01 at CheapDeals.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at CheapDealsPodcast.com.